You know who his podcast was on the other day? Oh. Teddy Atlas. Is that yeah. story with him and you true? What? He says he put a gun to your head. I was 13 years yeah, old. Yeah, when you're young. Is that a true story? Yeah, but he, I'm 13, he put a gun No, I know, he's, I know. A, he's really a big, strong man. No. Wait, you were 13 years old when he did that? Yeah, he was 27, 28. So he was like an early trainer of yours, right? He didn't know at 13, I would smash him. Yeah. <laughs> As someone who loves big cats, I'm all about money line, baby. They help the hardworking trying to make a change in their life. All you hustlers out there putting in all that time, I see you. Moneyline gives you entertaining content, so it's easy to learn with personalized tools to get control of your money. Use the Roar tag, dollar sign Mike Tyson to sign up till June 30th for a chance to be flown to LA and watch a live taping of hot boxing. Yes, Mike and me. Ow, Moneyline is a fun and simple way to get control of your money. Why just watch me, you can step in the ring with me. Download Moneyline. Download the Moneyline app, baby, today. Roar! What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Hot Boxing. I'm Sebastian. And I'm Mike Tyson. And we got David Portnoy in the building, the CEO, starter up of Barstool Sports. You're Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing? What's up, brother? Not too much. Can't believe I'm sitting next to you. Kind of surreal. Because they said you're a troublemaker, man. This guy's... Who said that? I don't see that on the She sheet. said that. Troublemaker? All It's all what, point of view, I what, guess. So let's talk about these Celtics first. Yeah. How I'm you, a big Celtics you, fan. How you feeling right now? It's tough, but I, uh, you know, I went to I went to most of the games. The Golden State was better. Mm -hmm. So I... I I realize at the end, but mm -hmm. it's a good season for the Celtics. Still sucks to see a favorite team lose. Mm -hmm. For sure. I was going to say, uh, y'all got, got a legit team that could come back next year. They're young. They're, They're good. Young. And a lot of the best players have struggled, you know, before they win. They lost and lose. Yeah, yes, they lost they in lost. Se in six. Steph, they lost the other night. Steph was cooking that last game. Yeah, he went nuts. Cooking. He's just a monster. Huh? He's great. He's a great player. Yeah. So... I see that you got a little Twitter thing going on with Draymond. Funny. Yeah, well, so I had great seats. So I was sitting in between the Celtic, uh, the Golden State bench mm -hmm. and the scorer's table. I was wearing, like, Draymond chirped the Boston crowd because everyone was saying, F you, Draymond, F you, Draymond. And then they're like, oh, what kind of crowd uses the F word, basically? Meanwhile, he's swearing right in front of his kid, mm. you know, in the press conference after. Mm. His wife said Boston fans were classless for swearing, which is a joke. Jaymon's like, uh, Jaymon is a guy who gives and takes. So I wore a shirt, chirped him, and uh, he, he clapped back at me after the series is over. A little surprising. Basically, you know, own that L, something like that. But he, I like that. I actually like rooting against guys like that. It makes it more fun as a fan. Sure. But nobody cares about the F word. I mean, they, come on. They're going to fucking troublemaker incidents again. Go ahead, go keep on. That wasn't that big of a troublemaker. I know, the I Gucci Mane thing. I know. The Gucci Mane thing. I, people are telling me I better watch myself with that one a little bit. So Celtics take really good care of me. Like, and they... they my girlfriend's a gigantic Gucci Mane fan. Uh, I wouldn't know Gucci Mane if he's walking down the street and past. Not, not a Gucci Mane guy. I'm, on, I just, man. I'm not a Gucci Mane. I'm not a rap guy. Ask your guy. girlfriend about Gucci Mane. You What's know? that? Your girlfriend knows Gucci Mane. She, yeah, yeah. She, she was a big fan. And they said he was at the game. So she's like, oh, my God, Gucci Mane, Gucci Mane. Okay. Well, I was at halftime, yeah. they put us behind a rope, the Celtics. Gucci Mane is sitting where you are. VIP? Uh, I'm sitting here. I never ask for pictures for anybody. I may with Mike, but the, like, <laughs> is that highly elevated? Yeah. Like, it, I've probably done it five times in my life, and I'm around plenty of famous people. Mm -hmm. Girlfriend, Gucci Mane. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to send her a photo. I just reach over, right? It goes, just me. I'm like, can I grab a quick photo? He said, no. He's like, no, I'm eating. He was not eating. It was halftime of the Celtics game. Mm. This, like, pizza in front. Okay. I thought it was an asshole move. Mm. So... When I was ranting about the Celtics, I ranted about him, you know, not giving me the photo. So that's it. He doesn't know who I am. Mm -hmm. um, but people are telling me that, you know, watch myself with Gucci Mane because he you may be somebody you don't man, play you with. You the girl's DM. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Whose DM you was in? No, his, his lady, right? You, so, that's so, how I met that, my current so, girlfriend. Yeah. You and mother DMs. No, I'm actually no, no, careful no, no. with that, that too. That's perfect. Slide in the DMs? No, he's not doing How's that, that perfect? <laughs> Wait, okay. That ain't perfect. 
<laughs> Listen, time, time slides into her DM. How, what was where the slides come from, dude? Well, that's just Instagram. Be like, hey, what's up? That's like dating. There's nothing yeah, that's perfect about know. that. Oh, you're yeah. dating online? No, no, I'm dating her in real life. So she's like a real person. Yeah. She's a human. She's my girlfriend. It's on an app, and what you do is you're able to message people. So are you not on Instagram at all, Mike? Well, listen, if I am, I don't. The only thing I know how to do is just turn it on. And yeah, on. let me let me say this line. <laughs> so Nothing pervy about sliding into a girl's DMs. I don't do that a ton, but no, that's not weird. Everybody does that, except I guess you don't. But. Well, I know that's because I'm confused because I got a lot of perv shit going on. That's yeah, look like this is not. Shit, oh. No, let's clarify that. Not perv shit. Yeah, okay. definitely not. So let's talk about Barstool. I think the story is amazing. Uh, if I read correctly, you started, you started again. You got your degree in education, right? Yeah, yeah. Then you worked in some IT. So let's talk about that. Like, how did all that intertwine and connect? Yeah, no, I just want to do my own thing. I didn't want to hate it, hate my job growing up. Mm -hmm. So start as a newspaper. I'd hand it out outside of subway stations. Mm -hmm. We've been around almost twenty years now. Mm -hmm. um, and then we just morphed with the internet, changed as the internet grew. So it went from newspaper to more like a website, men's men's interest and podcast network. I mean, it's pretty broad. Like I, I think Mike, you were on Million Dollars Worth of Game. Mm -hmm. That's part of our network. Call her daddy. A lot of people knew that. Yeah. So part of my take is the biggest sports podcast really there is. So it's all over the place. No, it is. And but like, what gave you the idea? Like, so you? you just, I love gambling. And you love sports. really? Yeah, loved it. So. Yeah, loved it. So when I before I started it, I flew out to Vegas yeah. and tried to meet with every casino um, to try to get in the industry. Yeah. And they're all like, you got to start as a dealer. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do that. Um, so I started my own gambling newspaper, and that's what it was. It was all sports gambling. Because at the time, like when I started Barstool, if you, if you went on a gambling website, there'd be like fireworks and all this shit. It mm -hmm. looked like you were getting your credit card stolen. Mm -hmm. So... I got offshore casinos, sports books to advertise in this physical newspaper, and that's how it started. So I just wanted to find something I like doing, and I knew I like gambling. So it's like, see if I can get in that industry. You're a whiz kid, huh? I don't know about that. I've never yeah. been called that. I'll take it, but yeah. But listen, that's whiz kid shit, though, right? Yeah, that's amazing stuff. It's man. just kind of doing it. It's like you know, I a lot of my friends talked about it. And I just kind of did it and mm -hmm. got my like business degree just learning it. You know. Yeah. Slow grind. 20 years. 20 years it took to get to where we are now. Yeah, and you even mentioned it. So you signed Wallow and Gilly a million dollars. Yeah, that's what I'm... That's yeah. what, how did that come about? How did I'm that curious. come about? So uh, we have a guy, Roan. Weird. It's like uh, he's he won... You know, like, you see the, like, seven, what is it, eight mile with Eminem? Like mm -hmm. the battle rapping? Yeah. This dude won that, like, competition two wow. years in a row. He was a battle rapper from Philadelphia. And he just told me, he's like, you should check out these two guys, Wallow and Gilly. They're really talented. So I went to Philadelphia, met with them. I've told this story, but it was me and, and them. And every white person would say hello to me. And every black person said hello to them walking around Philly. And it's like, oh, People really know who these guys are. And we just hit it off. We recruited them like they were athletes. And uh, it's been a great thing. They're huge. They're like, they just blew up. And it's been a great relationship. Yeah, and then you had Caller Daddy podcast. But how about that? Caller Daddy is another one. Ooh, I like that one. Go yeah, that, 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 so Alex is like the female rogue. That's <laughs> yeah. how I look at her. She's gigantic. Yeah. She literally is huge. Um, so I saw her, like, do a sizzle reel for it before it launched. <laughs> and... We called her in. I knew her. She actually had dated uh, Noah Syndergaard, like the pitcher for the Mets. Okay. So I was following her anyways. That's how I saw it. Mm. And called her in. I'm like, who made this sizzle reel for you? She's like, I did. I was like, what do you mean you did? She's like, yeah, I learned how to edit, cut it, sizzle. Once she said that, I was like, all right, you ever want to do this full time? Signed her um, for a pretty small contract, her and, and her, her partner. Yeah. It was like, she's like, I do it with another girl, Sophia. Uh, we signed him three-year deal, seventy grand a year for three years, and things just exploded. Like it became the biggest thing, really, in podcasting, kind of the internet. Um, and she's still huge. She really is a female Rogan, Alex. Yeah. She's that big. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I hated taking pills and vitamins, and wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. It doesn't taste fucking super healthy or anything, but it's got a mild feeling when it goes down. I look forward to taking it every morning. It has really a tropical taste. So what's this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. 
This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. What do you think about that? I think it's lifestyle friendly and something I would like to participate in and people who I love to participate with me, yeah. Matter if you eat vegan, paleo, dairy-free, gluten-free. It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Oh, that's some cold shit. You know, usually every time I wake up, I got to take like six pills, right? And by the end of the week or by the end of two weeks, I got to go restock on them like... They get really expensive. How do you feel about that? Well, it sounds like AG1 is a great alternative for you, though. You're right. You're right. For every purchase, we donate to the organization helping to get nutritional food to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free traveling packs, too. With your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash hotboxing. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash hotboxing to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Guys, it's all about confidence when it's time for sex. Am I right? Sometimes stress, anxiety, or a bad day can affect your performance and ruin the fun for both of you. Bluechew.com to the rescue. Bluechew is a unique online service that can deliver the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, but in chewable forms. And that's at a fraction of the cost. Bluechew's tablets help men achieve harder and stronger erections, men combat all forms of ED. Because Blue Chew is an online prescription service, there are no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line in the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Blue Chew licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. Blue Chew tablets are chewable. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and they're prepared and shipped direct. So it's cheaper than the pharmacy. And here's a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free. Yes, I said free. When you use the promo HOTBOXING at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com. Promo code HOTBOXING to receive your first month free. Do you think now? I, I just want to take. I just, I'm interested to know this. Mm -hmm. Do you think why barstool sports is so successful is because how uncut it is, how raw it is? Like, was that the main thing you wanted it to be? Like when it first started? Yeah, it's, uncut and raw it's a and combo. Raw? See, we. I always say we're like one of the first new age digital companies. Mm -hmm. So when we sign people, whether it's Alex, mm -hmm. Wallow, and Gilly, we never tell them what to do. Yeah, it's. Go do you. Wow. We'll give you the resources to create the kind of content you want. But we don't, like, we've signed people from networks, like whether it be ESPN, Fox Sports, oh. you name it. They always want direction, their talent. They're like, producer says this, but we don't do that. It's like, you're on your own, sink or swim. We'll support whatever you want. And, and like, I could never, like, take a while on Gilly. I don't. I could never tell them or give them advice on what content to create or Alex. People know what they like yeah. and they create it and we just give freedom. Yeah. And I think that was unusual. That and is. it gave us an advantage and we're nimble and quick. Yeah. We're like small. So if something works, great. We'll throw all our energy to it. If it doesn't, who cares? We're on to the next. So, but I don't know if that was any like huge game plan. Yeah. I think we just 
we're different because we were brought up on the internet. Like when I started Barstool, if the internet wasn't around, nobody would have been able to find it. You had to be a newspaper, TV station, yeah. radio network. The internet kind of uh, leveled the playing field. I think a lot of people in traditional media were lazy and like, oh, we have nothing to worry about. Whereas we were just grinding every day. That's amazing. Do you, do you guys take offense at all because of, let's say, the the uncensorship of your content? Like, like, do you guys take offense to that at all? Because I know, I know, like sometimes you can't say what you want. Yeah, oh, I do no, say, they do what, say I want. what they want. That's the difference between them and a lot of other yeah. sports and media companies. I think. No, I don't take. We get a lot of haters. Uh, me personally, definitely, but I feel like I've been pretty true to myself. I know mm -hmm. I am, and no, I don't. Listen, it's like the old Reggie Jackson quote, like, fans don't boo nobodies. Yeah. It's yeah. like, the, the <laughs> yeah, bigger thanks. we got, the more people, like, you know, coming at us. So yeah. as long as people are still spending the time and energy yeah. to bring us down, that probably means we're still relevant. Facts. That, I think, is, like, our biggest probably— if I had to give Barstool a compliment, mm -hmm. it's like they've been viewed as cool— and edgy for like two decades. That's hard. Like when you're around with anything, eventually people are like, oh, they're lame, they're old. Yeah. We still kind of have that like outsider vibe to us, but we're pretty big now. I mean, so, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. More than pretty big. I think you're kind of cutting it short. Yeah, well, no, I appreciate <laughs> it. Your podcast, let's talk about that. Which one? Uh, BFF podcast with, yeah. with, with the TikToker. Yeah, Josh Richards. Yeah, talk about that. How did that come about? Same kind of vibe. So I wasn't on TikTok at all. I actually hate when new social media things get invented because like, oh shit, that's another thing we got to stay relevant on. And TikTok got so big and it's young. And it's like, these kids don't know who we are. They're, it's a whole new platform. Yeah. Um, so it's like, how do, how do we do that? How do we change? How do we get them to know? So I linked up with this kid, Josh Richards, who's really, really good. And we call it BFS because it's a play. I'm old, he's young. And we kind of talk about pop culture, but it did what I wanted. Like everyone on TikTok who's relevant knows who we are now. Yeah. So that was why we did it. It's just trying to just stay stay in the mix, have people talking about us for one reason or the other. Yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, so obviously growing up, you know, Mike's- Obviously, Mike, I'm a big icon. Guy. Yeah. What's your favorite memory of Mike? Come on, Mike, don't be, don't be bad. I have a lot. I mean, I remember watching the Spinx fight that was still the time when you had to like really buy it and pay-per-view and like I went with my dad to watch it a fight that I remember. I mean, I remember the good and the bad, to be honest. I remember the buster. <laughs> no, I mean, all good, but nothing bad. Yeah, no, the good. I mean, it, it's all of it. You, you, the Holyfield trilogy. I mean, mm -hmm. appointment TV. I remember it all. He's, you're right in my wheelhouse when I was growing up. So, you know, I'm 44. So, mm. I... I, I 44? Yeah, I'm 44. Wow, you... Yeah. You take care of yourself, Thank you. Bro. So, I mean, I remember it all because I love boxing. Um, you look like a little kid. Right? I know. I didn't, I didn't yeah, think you were 44 keep at talking. all. I'll take it. It's I work with a lot. I That is good. So, no, I remember most of the career, to be totally honest. Um, I, I remember it all. I mean, I, Mike, Tyson, Mike Tyson's punch out, I could put in the code for the game right now and mm. to skip to fight, yeah. like 007. Three seven three five nine six three. <laughs> I would go right and play. You left. I'm dead at that. It would get me to you. Like in the, we actually have a video. I just did the thing, uh -huh. but it's so core. Mm -hmm. Like after not playing Mike Tyson's Punch Out, I'm like I could beat him first time. Mm -hmm. Not playing Nintendo in like 15 years. We set the video. I got <laughs> knocked out like every time. I forgot how hard it is. But yeah, I remember the whole career. To be uh, I, I you know, and, and that's why sitting up. You never knew with Mike what was real, what was fake. I mean, how much was entertainment to sell pay-per-views? Mm -hmm. How much was the real deal? Whether he was a genius, it, it well, ask him. He's right here. Uh, I, 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 yeah. What, how yeah. Do you, I've heard. Well, I've heard the interviews, but like when you're doing things like biting, you know, Rick Bo's leg <laughs> and shit like that, press conference sells pay-per-views. Was that <laughs> was any of that calculated? No, it wasn't calculated. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. But it's like you've gotten. The Mike Tyson now from the Mike Tyson before, it's crazy. It's a big... Hey, listen, um... And I'm going to be honest, know, I got a text, if we're just saying it, I got a text getting... So I had to take a helicopter to get here. Mm. I got a text on the helicopter like, Mike may not be here. He's in a mood. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> That's the last thing you want to hear going, my, Mike Tyson, you're going to be a listen, mood. I'm like, holy uh, shit. My wife got names for me. She Mike, Ike, and Bike. What's my name, baby? So what's the deal with those guys? 
Yeah, so, so as somebody like, who grew up <laughs> watching Mike Tyson, I've never gone. That thing's like, turn the helicopter around. He's not kind. He's in a mood. And then three seconds later, nope, he's coming, but we don't know what you're getting. It's like, what the fuck am I walking into here? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, God. I got Mike. I know, good. Mike, you're good. God. You're good. Yeah, so I, I, I screenshot him. I got to save this forever, this text I just got. So, yeah, no, I watched the whole career. I mean, yeah. even I still played before this, before, like, going. Mm -hmm. The old interviews, I mean, the Jim Gray stuff, which I know he's been on this oh, show. That's I mean, that's, one of my best friends. Yeah, it's legendary stuff. Yeah. Legendary stuff. So, yeah. the, but if even if it wasn't on purpose, the boxing game, which I mean, we promote now, we mm -hmm. sponsor a UFC guy, Patty the Batty. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all about selling tickets. How good is Patty the yeah, Batty? Yeah, how, how good is he? I think P Patty the Batty to me has like Conor McGregor vibes in the sense of he's electric on the mic. There's mm. something about him that's very different. McConnell McGregor, he has that too, mm -hmm. and he can fight his well, ass. Well, he can fight. Patty can, yeah, Patty can, can fight. Patty fight. Yeah. We're going to find out. You but, both said that. Right? Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but I think here's the thing. He can definitely Ready fight. Back. How good? We'll find out. But Dana knows. Dana sees what I see in him, ah, okay. which is good, this yeah. guy is a meal ticket, mm -hmm. and I don't. they're not going to put him in versus King Kong yeah. anytime soon because yeah. he's like he sold out the London show the other day. They're fighting him again. Oh, so, wow. Mom, when guys do that, just let them fight. Don't get them beat. Please. You're right. As long as you can wait till you put him in, he's definitely there. He may be good enough for the title. Yeah, yeah right. Listen. There's a certain confidence that comes with being properly groomed. There's an aura, a vibe. You can just tell by the way they carry themselves. We call that BGE, big groomed energy. And there's only one way to get that BGE manscaped. We'd like to introduce you to the best and biggest ultimate hygiene bundle yet, the Platinum Package 4.0. Yes, sir. Manscaped is the leader in below-the-waist grooming. Now, trust them with the rest. Manscaped's brand-new Platinum Package 4.0 is the biggest bundle they've ever offered, giving you a bulk discount on Manscaped's top products. The Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite product. Inside this platinum package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, Ultra Premium body wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 shampoo plus conditioner, Ultra Premium deodorant, Crop Preserve anti-chafing ball deodorant, Crop Reviver ball spray toner, and anti-chafing boxers. And you can't forget about the shed travel bag to hold your goods while traveling. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer featuring proprietary advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts and hold. Both are waterproof so you can shave with less mess. In addition to shaving, you can now completely upgrade your shower routine with an ultra premium body wash and ultra premium two-in-one shampoo plus conditioner. You'll have your skin and hair feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. Don't forget to apply the aluminum-free ultra premium deodorant for that cologne quality scent on the go. But it's not just your pits that stink. Your balls can stink too. No one want no stinky balls, so thankfully their crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver ball toner can solve this problem for you. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back, brother. <laughs> Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Platinum Package 4.0, the Manscaped boxes and the shit travel pack. Bring your comfort and boxes to another level. The Platinum Package 4.0 covers all bases from trimming to showering to leaving the gym smelling nice. This is the best bang for your buck. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. Again, that's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use code HOTBOXING. Unlock your big groomed energy with Manscaped. And remember, when you trim the hedges, the tree stands tall. Uh. 
But Patty's not the only guy you guys have signed. We, so he's got a partner in crime, Molly the Meatball. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, tell me about Molly yes. Meatball Molly. So that's his training partner, who's also electric on the microphone. She, she won her last knockout. Remember when they got this guy named Bullet, too? Remember when um, who's Bullet? Tank was fighting somebody and there was some big black guy named Bullet? Oh, yeah. I know you're talking I about I never heard of him before, but I miss they got these bullets and stuff. They got the nicknames, all of it. It's building. So she had an unbelievable knockout. Her last fight it was like a spinning elbow. Mm -hmm. um, so wow. we signed her, too. See, how does that process go? So I just was sitting home when Patty the Batty won one of his fights. Mm -hmm. And there was something about him electric. And I went down a rabbit hole. I mean, you look at it. It looks like a Dutch, like like a, a doughboy type guy. This Let's check him out. Hey, right there. Right. This is Molly. This is right Ooh. there. Oh, Molly. Yes. That oh, was Molly, as clean as you can Molly, possibly Molly, be. Molly, Molly, that was a good one. And she's awesome on the mic. She's yeah. electric and she trains with Patty. So the two of them, we're as much about Molly. the show. And we can't, we don't have like, I'm not trying to get a fighter when they're already made it. It's yeah, too yeah, expensive yeah. then. We're trying to find the ones on the come up mm. um, and catch it right. But it's, we've never done it before. We'll try anything. It wasn't like I woke up and I'm like, hey, I want to fight. Can she fight um, Pina? Who's Pina? Who's that oh, girl? Baby? Oh, Juliana Pena. Yeah. Oh. Is she Juli in that weight division? I think she's bigger. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. She's bigger? Who's this guy? That's Patty, Patty. the Batty. And that's Molly. See, they're oh, like they're they, partners uh, in crime. Are they together? Yeah. They train together. They're both from Liverpool. Do they love each other? And they don't love each other oh, the way. Wow. I mean, they love each other, but they're not like fucking, if that's what you're asking. Because <laughs> normally, if you, go, you do this, they always love this. Oh, yeah, there's a Yeah, see, right Dana there. knows that he's... Can he's, he really fight Batty So far, Maddie? he has. He, he he was a cage warrior's, like, champ, so he's, he's got the experience. Do you like watching UFC, Mike? Yeah. Who doesn't like UFC? I don't know. Some boxing people get, like, purists. You know who his podcast is on the other day? Oh. Teddy Atlas. Well, well see, yeah, he, he's very narrow-minded when it comes to this. He's opened it. He covers it. No, nah, but he doesn't understand this. Is that stuff. story with him and you true? What? He says he put a gun to your head. I was 13 years old. Yeah, when well, young. Is that a true story? Yeah, but he, I'm 13, he put a gun to my head. No, I know, he's, I know. A, he's really a big, strong man. No, well, I clearly he wasn't doing anything. Uh, I could fight he would, with a gun. It's, it's a famous story. Wait, you were 13 years old when you did that? Yeah, he was 27, 28. He was like an early trainer of yours, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Wild. He didn't know that 13, I would fucking smash him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about what you've been doing in the community. I know you had this awesome fun giving back to um, local businesses. Yes. Yeah, so during COVID, we started the Barstool Fund, mm -hmm. um, which essentially it was we were trying to find companies mm -hmm. that need help, you know, their bills, mm -hmm. pay their staff, whatever it may be, because they, you couldn't have customers, whatever. So yeah. it was for small businesses, whether it be bars, restaurants, laundromats, you name it. Mm -hmm. We raised about $40 million for it. Mm -hmm. And then we just start paying it monthly. And we're still, you know, a million dollars game just gave a bunch of money away to businesses. Erica, our CEO, yeah. gave a bunch of some female businesses. So it was great. People rallied behind it. Yeah. We we're basically just putting the videos of these small business owners, uh, when they got the money, they like cry. So that, that got the donations going big time. No, that's super dope. And obviously, I, what you guys do in the community is huge. I think that's also a huge part of y'all brand. Super dope to see. Yeah. But what is next for you? Like, what's the next big thing for Barstool Sports? Like, where do you, what do you envision it? Like, so we, we got bought by a gambling company, Penn mm -hmm. National. Mm -hmm. So, like... We're in New Jersey right now, so if I want to go bet on the Stanley Cup Finals tonight or the U.S. Open or anything, I can just go on my phone and bet we're like the house, like Barstool Sportsbook. So that's a huge part of what we're doing. We compete in that world, um, and that is perfect for me because it's yes. kind of full circle because it that's is. what I want to do when I started it. Yeah. So it's now we're the casino. So that's a huge focus of mine. Um, and that's continuing to find new talent. We're always looking for, like, the next person to hire or, you know, build. So that's kind of what I spend my days with. And I pulled back a little bit. I enjoy myself a little bit more yeah. now. Like, you know, some free time. Yeah, again, pictures with Gucci, man. Gucci, <laughs> man. No, he, he, he denied me. I, I actually am curious whether he actually even knows. You know, he's so huge. Who got knocked out? Guy knocked out of... Um, oh, that's Ruff and Rowdy. So we oh. bought a tough man competition. Like, we own it. 
I'm the announcer yes. with another guy who works. Yeah, it's like an old school tough man competition. It's called Rough and Rowdy. Uh, yeah, so these are like what do they do? What do they do? It's exactly. boxing. It's, it's like boxing. three rounds, amateur boxing, half comedy, half real. It's uh it's just like an old school. You remember like Butterbean, what Butterbean yeah, fought in? It's like dope. those type things. That's dope. Yeah. So we do that once every couple months. It's actually one of the favorite things we do. I love it. Yeah. Schedule 35 is a Canadian-based startup that ships across Canada and the United States whose mission is to educate and enrich lives with a deeper meaning and a better sense of self through microdose and psilocybin products. Schedule 35 is the first nationwide trusted brand that makes microdosing accessible and simple to do. Schedule 35 provides a large amount and range of resources to help customers learn and understand the effects of this plant medicine. Through this approach, Schedule 35 has garnered a powerful online social media presence working with many top celebrities, influencers, and creative all across Canada and the United States, along with notable mentions and publications. Schedule 35 is the most trusted and popular microdosing source in North America. An emerging market and movement around psilocybin has proven to help with mental health, PTSD, anxiety, depression. Studies have shown that psilocybin works to create new neural networks in the brain which help boost focus and creativity, mood enhancement, and help fight addiction. Baby, that's me. All products come with a guy that makes microdosing easy to understand. All customers will need to be age verified. Once age verified, they will receive an invite code. For all their products and to get an invite code, visit www.schedule.com. 35.co get 15% off with code hotboxing at schedule35.co again that's 15% off at schedule35.co and use the code hotboxing start living a life with deeper meaning more joy and self-understanding today baby it's all today I think it's interesting in this time in Asia we're in with woke culture and cancel culture. How have you, how have you and Barstool Sports managed to like dodge that? All we haven't dodged it. Um, cancel culture has come for us, me, whatever. But we just tell the truth. It's like uh, I think the reason people like us is we're authentic. Yeah, and. I've been the same guy as I started 20 years ago, mm -hmm. and people resonate with that. So for it's sure. like we've had people fought us for 20 years. They know me in and out. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter what people say about us Ooh. as long as we do it honestly. This yeah. is a big knockout coming here from uh, Shizet the Rosette. Oh, 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 oh. So this is we, we do these once every couple Ooh. couple months. Shit. And it's like. 20 to 30 fights a night. Uh -huh. So these guys, that guy, this, packed yeah, out. packed, packed. We'll do 60 to 100,000 pay-per-views. What's that? They, all over. That was in West Virginia. So we move it place to place. And the second they peel that guy off the canvas, we'll have the next fighters in the ring. It's nonstop. Do you have any party when the guy was fighting nobody fighting? Are you partying in music? Yeah, there's music playing actually like the whole time. Yeah. And we got an announcer. If they're not fighting, they tell them to fight. Some of the fights suck, but mm -hmm. they're funny because the guys run out of gas in like one minute. Yeah. You just never know what you're getting. Ooh, that was a straight right what here too. It was right through him. What was the toughest thing about starting Barstool? I mean, it took 10 years before I made a penny. So it's, you know, it's... But it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it was worth it, yeah. it though. It, it, it fast. Yeah. It comes back thousand fold. Yeah, and I think that helped us in the long run because mm -hmm. it, nothing was good. It's Pat Max. Yeah. He's in the so, Yeah, it's so. You know what? You he, love it too, don't you? Love what part of it? The, the fucking whole. The chase, all of it. The chase, the yeah. grind. All of it. It makes it so much more rewarding. Mm -hmm. And it also allows, like, in certain. You, you created something. Yeah, and you when people I mean? mention the woke mob and. People come after us like they, they don't have a clue how I built the company. It's like mm -hmm. I, I didn't take a day off for a decade. I was handing out the papers, delivering the. I was doing everything myself. So, for sure. it's, uh, you know, we have a good footing to to work with. Yeah, you think you just think um, that we that people would just be is just a little too hypersensitive nowadays. Now the woke, oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think most causes start 
and they need to happen, mm -hmm. whether it be like Me Too, BLM, whatever it is, mm -hmm. all needed to happen. Yeah. And then a lot of times, in my mind, mm -hmm. the causes almost get hijacked by people who don't even care about the causes. And they're like using it for their personal gain and shit mm -hmm. like that. And it goes so far to the right. It's like, what are we even talking about? The pendulum swings too hard. I think that's happened now. Um, and it happened in a lot of people. It's, it's just everyone's canceling everybody. It's like, what? For what? For what? You yeah. you can tell when something's wrong versus right. I think most people. I will say, I think most people are more similar than, mm -hmm. you know, we give them credit for. But Definitely. I definitely. Well, Dave, shit. I ain't got nothing else to say. We really appreciate Dave's you coming. Dave's a very by. amazing guy. I Car mean, wash. I like it. I mean, is there anything else you'd like to ask Mike? There's you say you're a Mike Tyson. Is there any other questions you'd like to ask? I was, I was just getting ready to ask him. Did he want Can to I ask you a real, real question? Ask real ass question. Right, don't right, be I'm afraid. I'm this gonna, is gonna, real. Ask real ask become part of I don't want to. But wait, wait. What was the three names? I don't want to turn them into one of the other names. If I ask one, if I ask a question, he goes from Mike to like, yeah, and then I'm in trouble. But all right, as a boxing man, I'm sure you've been asked this before. I end up in your camp as being, yeah. like, the best heavyweight I've kind of seen. People will argue with me, well, you didn't fight anybody. And then you went away and you come back, and it's like then you're running into the holy fields and the bows. I didn't think that was the same Mike Tyson. So my question for you is, when were you, I guess, would you say you're at the height of your powers as a heavyweight, and what version of Tyson were we getting versus, like, the holy field after you got out of prison? Shit, man. Oh no one ever asked that question. I guess, um... You've never been asked that? No. When I first started fighting, I just wanted to be successful. I just wanted to be the greatest fighter in the world. And then, um, when I lost the title, uh, <clears throat> I had two more fights. I was going to fight for the title, then I got in trouble. And then when I came out of prison, um, I was a totally different people. I wanted the title bad. I wanted... Yes, bitter. But was it you, like... Like, the, the Tyson we see versus Spinks, yeah. which I think, it you know, just A-plus, as good as it can be. What version of that were we... Like, if you fought Holyfield when you fought Spikes. Yeah. The Holyfield's a great fighter, right? It would have been different, probably. Yeah, I agree. So that's that's the question. That's the the major question with the, the break you had in your career, which I well, guess no one well, ever knows. Listen, no one ever knows, but I'm just happy um, that the people said I'm the champion. So, if they make it the champion, you know, that's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. What do you think of the heavyweight division now? I think it's a lot of um, opportunities to make a lot of money once they start fighting each other. They should just all fight each other. Yeah. It's, it's just, that's what um, boxing business is all about. People fighting each other and everybody making a lot of money. The two most exciting fighters should always fight each other. But they're too personal. If he beats me, then I got yeah. stuff from the beginning. Yeah. And it should never be like that. It should always be about making money. And competing. Yeah. Your, your ego could get involved too, but the main objective, we make money for each other's family. Mm. Everybody eats. Yeah. Speaking of eating, your pizza reviews. Yeah, that's how a lot of people know me. You sell pizza? <laughs> I eat yeah. it. I eat a lot of it. I, 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 you so, don't look like a pizza eater. No, well, I am. I've, I've had... Uh, I, I, Eat, basically. I try places. I rank it. I've had a slice of pizza. You been in Brooklyn? I, everywhere. Seven years straight. Every day. Favorite right. place. Brooklyn's uh, the Sally. best. No, New Haven is. Sorry. Yeah, like, nah, Brooklyn. No, no, you're wrong. What's his name? New What's Haven. his name? New Sally. Haven. Best pizza? Sa New Haven, Connecticut is the best Sally. pizza in the world. Sally's. Yeah. What? They got Sally's. They got Pepe's. They got Modern. Stop it. Yeah. They, but Brooklyn's got great pizza. But it's, it's, yeah. You got to make me. You know, I have, I have a food show, so now I have to go over New, there the, and check it out. And they know it, by the way. They're arrogant about it. They know they're the best. They are. What makes them so good? Is it the crust? It's their ovens. The sauce? Uh, beets. It's the, it's the way they cook it in the coal oven. It's Italian neighborhood. They're the best. And they're all very close. You'll go there. You'll be like, oh, oh shit. He yeah. wasn't kidding. Are you There's Italian? like pizza. I want no. pizza now. No. Let's order some pizza, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. It's the best? Yeah. The, uh, New Where you want? Where are we at right now? How did that, come, how did that come about? We're in I got Where's into, the best pizza in Jersey City? So we're trying a couple. We're going to Bread and Salt after this and another place if we have time. But what, Raza, is that one around here? Someone, yeah, Raza gets all the accolades. Yeah? Yeah. Let's uh, get some Raza shit going on here. That, well, it's good. It's, it's a little fancier than, like, 
basically me and another guy at our office got in debate. If you could eat one food the rest of your life, what would you have? Mm -hmm. I said pizza. He said burritos. He's going like breakfast burritos. You can oh, switch it up. Okay. So we did it for a month. Yeah. It's all I ate, breakfast. And people just started being like, rank it, rank it. It just caught on. That's how most people know me weirdly now. They're like, hey, pizza guy. That's all they know. Chill out. Pizza, pizza yeah. guy. It's like he's on no, He's just pizza man, pizza man. So, yeah, it is. Shit. Well, before we even end this, is there anything you want to end this without eating the pizza? No, this well, is. First this of all, is, we should get some pizza. Well, isn't that. But, you're doing that right, brother? Oh. Yeah, that's pizza enough. Shop oh, by the way, that's also a great sign. If a pizza place opens late, closes early, and only takes cash, those are like so, the so three right signs. Now, so right now they're at a six automatically yeah, no, because, because of that. Yeah, if a pizza's open, like for drunk pizza, always bad. Yeah. College pizza, bad, that's, bad that's sign. Bad. Like yeah. 2, 3 a.m., forget about it. Yeah, that's facts. So. That's facts. Let's talk about Donald Trump. Nope. Yeah. So let's talk people. about that interview. How, how did that come about? Yeah, so I was— What was this interview about? I interviewed Trump. Wow, tell me about that. Uh, yeah, so he just, they reached out to me when he was president, and they're like, hey, Trump wants to know if you want to interview him uh, in the Rose Garden, like, tomorrow. Wait, what? So, yeah. the, so Trump's people came up to you yeah. and said— Yeah, I got a call from, I forget, someone on my team. They're like, hey, uh, would you want to interview President Trump in the Rose Garden? I've never interviewed anybody. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, like, it's a crazy you request. Can't believe this yeah. shit, right? so, I cannot believe yeah, this shit. What was the first thing that went through your mind when you heard that? So, listen, I, I, with Barstool, say the same thing that I use, like, the Michael Jordan quote. It's like, people buy, red states buy sneakers and blue states buy sneakers. <laughs> like, I, I'm not, I try not to be political. We're trying to make money. Yeah, and if you interview Trump, this is towards the end of the presidency, half the people are going to be like, I fucking hate you. And half are going to be like, <laughs> I, I love you. Love you yeah. So, I, that's the part I thought is like worth it. But then it's like the sitting president of the United States invited me to the White House. I'm going to go. It's like, I'm going to go. I don't care. What I did do, we reached out to Biden. We're like, hey, do you want Dave to interview you? So mm. I could say both sides. Mm. Um, they didn't reply to me. Mm -hmm. But I went, interviewed Trump, and it was uh, great. Wait, time out. Let's, uh, before, we, before we even continue this, let's talk about Roger Goodell. Yeah, so he's what another. What Roger doing, man? I thought he wasn't around no more. Wait, NFL commissioner Roger, he sucks. Wait, why'd you get kicked out of the Super Bowl? What's going on? I heard, you got, I heard you got sucking. kicked. Tell him about sucking. Roger Goodell sucks. Everyone knows that. So I'm a big Tom, Tom Brady guy. When Tom Brady got suspended for Deflategate, myself, three other guys, mm -hmm. you're an NFL guy, right? Yeah. That's bullshit what he got suspended for. Bullshit. It, like 10 quarterbacks have talked about fucking Everything with the Everything he gets fucked over about is bullshit. You, you big time. Right. To flame football, whatever. Okay, continue. So uh, myself, three other guys handcuffed ourselves to each other in NFL headquarters <laughs> demanding to talk to Goodell, and we went to jail. We but, spent but the night in jail. Out, I also heard y'all had... <laughs> false credit, uh, credentials or something like that? That was for media Super Bowl day. <laughs> that was way after the fact. That was like five years later. We went to media day, which you were in the Super Bowl. Uh, you can dress as a trash can. Media day is a circus. Mm -hmm. Anybody can go to media day. Well, they won't let us in, so we snuck in. Okay. Got kicked out. Then I went to the Super Bowl, and NFL security dragged me out in handcuffs. And they Why? Broke. Come on. Yeah. And you wore you and these you fucking wore, handcuffs. I, I'm just confused. So you were legit sitting down in in the Super Bowl watching it. Halftime Super Bowl. Paid for my seats. Paid for my seats. And they came up. You didn't. You paid for the seats. Yeah, for paid you? for the seats. And it was it was in Atlanta, and there's something going on. Or it was like a time when terrorism was top of mind. So there was heavy security at the Super Bowl, yeah. and I remember the NFL security is who kicked me out. And when Atlanta cops realized who it was, they were mad. They're like, "Why are we wasting our time with this guy?" But uh, yeah, they put me in jail. I had Holy it was my shit. biggest bet at the time. I had 250 grand on the Patriots to win the Super Bowl, and I had no idea what was happening. I could only hear the crowd noise. That's fucked up, man. You bet it against us? Yeah, well, I'm a Patriot fan. Were you on the team then? Yeah. Yeah. I was a rookie. Yeah, that Belichick got in your kitchen, shut you guys down. Oh, he lost that. Yeah, yeah. Low scoring game. Yeah, low score, all defense. Yeah, yeah, very low scoring. Yeah. Gronk had that amazing catch. I, I didn't see it in real time, but yeah. Oh, yeah, because you were getting arrested. Yeah, I was, I was, in, <laughs> I was in jail. You <laughs> get the check, you getting arrested. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, um, so I also read something about you winning this, this bid Goodell, to, yeah, to yeah. be able to So watch. this go, this rivalry with Goodell has gone on. 
And like I was at, I was screaming, like I was yelling Hitler at him at a court trial. I've tried to like, I just want to be face to face with the dude. So during COVID, they had a charity. Um, and it was, you could bid to watch Monday Night Football with Goodell in his uh-huh. like basement. So I was like, fuck. I'll win this auction. So I won it. I paid 250 grand to wow. sit with them. And then the NFL, they I got an email saying we reviewed your file and you're not allowed to do it. So where you don't win the auction. My file is simply I got arrested at NFL headquarters. I'm not like some arch villain running around. That's all I've been arrested for. So yeah, they and they didn't give the money to anybody, by the way. Goodell. He also, there's a video going viral that of him wiping a booger on a girl, but I don't want to say that. Hey! It's going viral right. right now. Gentlemen, Father's Day is just around the corner, and our friends at Manscaped are here to ensure all father figures out there are looking daddy material this June. Manscaped's performance package 4.0, which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0, is the Perfect bundle to tackle any and all old men's hair from head to toe. This right here is no dad joke. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind, and a performance package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop's special day. Inside this package, he'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserve ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of his goodies. First off, let me start by saying the Lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight he needs for a more precise shave. Does your dad use the same trimmer for his body and face? Ugh. Let's throw that out the window and give him the upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their brand new boxes 2.0. We all know dads love their comfort. With summer just around the corner, the boxes 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable heat. These new boxes are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch, designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. This right here is a game changer. Whether he's mowing the lawn, picking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxes breathe without breaking a sweat. Get 20% off plus free shipping with code HOTBOXING at manscaped.com. And again, that's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com and use code POTBOXES in the house all day long. Happy Father's Day to all the present fathers in the world today. Talking about, all right, all this said and done, you had that moment with Goodell. You're watching this this uh, this game. With no, Goodell. they didn't let me. No, no, no. I know. Oh, I said, oh, oh, make believe. Yeah. Make believe. Yeah. This is a scenario. Wait, 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 Mike is fucking kid. He's dirty. I told you. I told you. I told you. I don't make dirty, stuff up. Watch. Wiped dirty. it right on this girl. And she's got one leg, by oh, the way. Handicap kid. It's a handicap. Dirty. Right? What's his name again? Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. That's some dirty shit, man. Cut that. Send that out. I can't say nothing. He's my boss. Yeah, hey, but anybody send that out. But I will say this. Okay, so this is your moment. Can you believe that shit? Make believe. Yeah, nasties. That says everything you need to know about the guy. Really, a, come on, that shit is just unbelievable. Look, let's go back. Is that really? A, <laughs> yeah, I could watch that on repeat. This that boy that this guy. Was, <laughs> 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 he said he wiped a book on somebody. She, uh, yeah, people like you probably bullshit. No, it's right there, black and white. And she's handicapped, one leg, by the way. This girl. Oh, oh look, look. Yeah, wiped it right on her. Dirty motherfucker. I have no comment, but <laughs> let's pretend. Let's have the scenario right here. Mike is Roger. Yep. You're you. You're able to watch this game. What was the first thing you'd say to him? I, I was going to ask him a million questions about the flake gate. Like, because I have. Does he know who you are? Oh, he fucking knows uh, who I am. He, he may not. He's been asked about it directly, but there's so many things on Deflategate, like how it started, like the football that was in. Like, these are deep Patriot questions, but, you know, Mike Kensel, who I chased out a media day, the football was never turned in. 
They knew about the deflating stuff before the game. They didn't mention it. There's a million lies. Why the phone? They said you didn't. The phone. There's a million. They're like deep patriot questions. By the way, Goodell could have played the whole thing off and have some self awareness, and it would have been done if he's just like laughed at himself for a second. But I mean, we got we. So we use we sell these shirts. They're aqua blue Goodell clown nose. Um, Sean Payton's worn it. Mm. Like. Um, Matt Patricia wore it off the plane. He got in trouble. So he's very much aware. When nah, people want to make do fun. that booger, man. You got to put him putting the booger on society. That's the main news. I the agree booger, with it. man. That's all booger. you need to know. That's some bullshit. I feel like Mike was a pretty bad dude in his day. I don't never seen him wiping boogers on a girl with one leg before. <laughs> the one head leg, head. though. No, the girl with one leg. Yes, I need one leg. I low-key. I'm not going to make any judgments. I'm not making any judgments or comments, Roger. So don't be... I had one leg. I wasn't even thinking yeah. about the oh. I'm, the one leg, that shit really threw me off. Yeah. No, but the high five, you see, you have a high five. Yeah. It's nasty. Damn, that's different. But, you know, different strokes for different folks. I mean, that's true. That's true for anybody. Pick on a handicap, kid. So before we wrap this thing up, is there shit. any people you want to shout out? Anything you want to say? I mean, Mike has, like, over 500k subscribers, more than a million people view his show. Yeah, always. If you want to check out, I I I think Barcelona is a little bit for anybody really. Whatever you're into, we kind of have it. So check us out if you haven't. Um, Barcelona Sports. I'm not a big pitch guy though. You got some pitch guy. You right here. Well, All right. yeah, well, we have a gift for you. Mike has a gift. My box and shit, man. Do we got any crying, any weed around this place? This is fire. You can get this sure. at uh, Hot Boxing Dot thinking, Store. Right this guy's got weed products. Some swag. Weed products. I, they don't let me do a lot with weed because we do the gambling. They don't like it, like, combine for whatever reason. I like reason. this guy a lot. Yeah, I, I told you. Good. I'm telling you, man. Dude, I, I was wondering. I mean, I, when did they tell you who I was? You couldn't have any fucking, like, listen, <laughs> any listen, crossover. No, I was like, he's going to have no listen, fucking clue. No, I, listen. I, um, I'm not going to lie to you. I was, pitch, I, was pitch, I was pitching you. I was pitching you hard. Listen, but they, they, um, they sold you as a kind of a troublemaker. I, I do you, have that reputation. Yeah, but he's not a troublemaker at all. I don't think depends so. who you talk to. I didn't say you're a troublemaker. I said that. I said that you don't give a fuck and you like to speak your mind. That's that's, that's fair. What I said. Like that's I, what I, I, I I don't. If somebody I don't I don't apologize for the sake of apologizing. I just kind of be me. Yeah. But it's not intentional. Yeah, so. and we appreciate that honestly. Yeah. I think I think authenticity and being genuine. Is a rare trait nowadays, especially with the social media stuff. So, Big time. So we appreciate you. I mean, as you can see, that was this is Mike Tyson. We got our boy David. Thank you. Thank you. In the so honestly, it was an honor. It's like I grew up following you. So I, uh, I was not many people that I jump on the plane to get here for. So I, I, appreciate, I appreciate that too, bro. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. that. Check out the merch store at hotboxing.store. That's Dave Portnoy. That's I'm Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. I'm Sebastian Joseph Day. You know the vibes. We outside. We out of here. And this is Hot Boxing. Cool.